Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to tonight's The Frisco Report, Wednesday edition. Got my trusted co-host and cohort, Mike from Cowboys Corner. What's going on, Mike? What up, Joe? What's up, everybody? Shout out to everybody in the chat box, everybody watching this on the replay, man. We can't do this without you. So thank you very much, everybody that watches us here, our loyalist of loyalist fans. And a shout out to you guys, man. We're going with the draft cap tonight. It's a beautiful cap. I love it. Mike's got his. We had fun that night, Mike. Remember that? Hey, that was a good first-round stream. That was a fantastic first-round stream. Yeah, yeah that 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 was a that was a hell of a first round. Yeah, if you guys were there with us, you guys, you, you know, we had we had a lot of fun. We had some monster giveaways, and uh, you know, I think we're going to try to do it this year again. We'll, we'll we'll figure some things out here, but I have another monster giveaway. So uh, you know, last last year we gave out the, the Diggs autograph, which has become huge because he's such a superstar now. Uh, the, the autograph jersey. Uh, the Jane Novacek autograph, obviously, and uh, what was the other thing? Was it a Diggs helmet? It was a mini helmet of some sort. Yeah, I think it was a Diggs mini helmet autograph. So, yeah, it was fun. Nevertheless, guys, um, the first round, we got our guy, Michael Parsons. Mike, we're going to lead off with the defense here. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to jump right into it here. We got Washington. This is uh, all, all hands on deck, all seriousness, and um, – I've been calling this the NFC East tournament. You know, all the all the matchups are happening now for all of us. The main players, the Cowboys, Washington, maybe Philly. I think the Giants are out of it. They're just going to play spoilers, possibly. You know, um, try to give some of these guys some losses. But for us, you know, our first matchup here with with Washington, Mike. Is this, in your opinion? You know, a, a game that the Cowboys have to show up and 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 show that they are contenders. Can they can they lose this game and be okay? Like, what do you want to see from this game, Mike? I, I want to see uh, consistency, Joe. Something that we haven't seen in almost a month and a half is sustaining success and keeping that success. Right? I don't want this to be a Atlanta Falcon game where we it's forty three to zero at the half or whatever it was, right? I, I want to see consistency on the defense side of the ball who's coming off four interceptions against the New Orleans Saints. Uh, obviously, getting four interceptions against Trevor Simeon, or not Trevor Simeon, Heineke might be a little tough, um, but he will throw you one, right? Um, force fumble, something of that sort from this defense, Joe, but consistency, sacks, a success. can you handle success? This team's young. Um, can they handle success? How, how does Mike McCarthy manage that? Um, and, uh, and and what does he give the message to these guys going into this game? This Every game from here on out is a must-win game until we clinch the NFC East. Yeah, no, that and that's, that's exactly what I say. It's uh, do or die, do or die. The frauds, who's, who's fraud here? Is it the Cowboys? Is it Washington with their four-game winning streak? Some we're gonna see somebody's gonna be a fraud here. Okay, that will be discovered in this game. All right, for me, Cowboys didn't come out here and win and win in a convincing way. Okay, I know we talk about oh win, I'll take a win here and there. No, I, I want to beat these guys up. All right, like, like we, 
if we're gonna be it, we need to be it and and act like it. All right, like let, let's uh, let's dominate these guys. I know it's gonna be a good, uh, it's gonna be a close game, but you gotta put these guys on notice. You know, we we've owned them for the last couple of seasons, and and we can't change that. You know, here with uh, this year with them, you know, closing in on us. You know, we we can't deny that. You know, they're they're on a little bit of a winning streak there. All right, um, I'm. I'm not. I'm not the. I'm not the guy or the fan who says, "Oh, you know, we're, we're gonna blow these guys out," or, you know, uh, they're no good. It's watching. They suck. You know, I, I'm being realistic about this. I, I think it's gonna be a good game. Um, they are gonna be short-handed. You know, which we have had our 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 share of that, Mike. So, you know, the the title of the thumbnail was "Does three and two get you uh, the title?" Does that get you the NFC title? And uh, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about these next couple of games, you know. So if we're talking three and two, Mike, does it get you the NFC East title? And do you think that's realistic, or do we do better than three and two? Or I think, we do, I think we could do better than three and two. My bold prediction is pinned on Twitter, Joe, and the Cowboys. I have them sweeping the NFC East in my bold prediction for the year. Um, and I and I don't and I'm not changing that. I'm not changing that. Um, I, I think we can go four and one here with the exception of the Cardinals game. Um, but that's going to be a measuring stick, right? We had measuring sticks against New 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 England. We had a measuring stick game against the Chiefs, um, and we and and we were one and one in those measuring stick games, Joe. Um, the Cardinals game, I think if they can win that game. I'm not looking ahead, right? We got a division opponent here, but. Um, if we can, depending on Cardinals, you know, they're, they're slated to be number one seed. Will we even see Kyle, Kyle Murray there maybe for a half or whatever the case might be. But mm-hmm. I have the Cowboys sweeping the East the opponents and I, and I still stick to that. Very bold indeed. I think, uh, I, you know, and, and I did a video a couple of weeks ago saying that this is a five to six lost team. Um, right now we're sitting at eight and four. You know, if we do three and two, that kind of fits into what I think this team is. You know, this is the second year of Mike McCarthy. I expect us to get to the playoffs, but you know, there's still a lot of uh, there's still a lot of gaping holes on this team and areas where they need to improve on to get to that next level. Not to say that we can't get there, but you know, we're we're on the upward trajectory. You know, defense has improved, offense. You know, you, you missed a lot of uh, players and instability there, so that's kind of. But they're still pretty high up there. So, you know, three and two. I, I, I for, for me personally, I think they're going to split the Washington uh, games. You know, um, that's why for me, if if we lose that game, you know, on on, on Sunday, it won't be like the the sky is falling for me. All right. Because I think you're still in it, but you have to run it the the rest of the way, you know. And, and I think that the, that that Cardinals game, you know, you know, where where are the Cardinals going to be? You know, do they have it clinched up? You know, do they have the number one seed clinched up? Like I said, maybe maybe we don't get a full blast team. Maybe they half-ass it. We sneak out a win there. But if not, if it's a full blast Arizona team with Cowboys, that's going to be a good matchup. Like I said, Mike. But I think on this stretch, three and two, and I think it's enough to get the clinch to the NFC East title. Mm. Well, here, here's my thing. Great points, Joe, but here's my thing here. 
we opened the show up with, can, can they go give us a convincing win? And if they drop this game, I mean, look at the game. We should have beat the Raiders. We should have beat the Broncos. So many, so many games we should have won that we've lost, and we should have beat Tampa Bay, right? Mm-hmm. Cowboys beat themselves. So if we drop this game to Washington and Washington keeps winning because they're a hot team, all right, then we have to do the thing that I hate the most, Joe, at the end of the year. If so-and-so loses, such-and-such ties, this team mm-hmm. wins, that team mm-hmm. loses, this team, the, then the Cowboys are, are clinched the East. I, I, I want to take the East, Joe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you yeah. want to prove yourself convincingly that you deserve that NFC's title, trophy in the facility at the Frisco star, you can't drop these games. Yeah. No, you can't. You you, you really can't trip up. You know, and I think the NFL, whether you like it or hate it, I, I kind of like that they did this little tournament. You know, I've been calling this the NFC East tournament for a couple of weeks now, and now we're here, you know, because it's it's a battle royale. Good thing that we have this 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 uh this lead because I, I think you know if you do trip up you know, then it's going to get a little interesting here. But I'm with you, Mike. You got to take the win. You got to take the East. Don't don't have it where you're depending on teams. That's what this shirt is, right? Take down the East, right? This is one of my shirts in, in the merch shop. Take down the East, and uh, let's do it. Let's do it. Let, let's let's take these guys down, and let's win it outright. <laughs> you know, this 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 shouldn't be. Uh, what do they call it? Um, scoreboard watching or whatever the hell. I think that's what they call it, right? I, I don't want that to be us. We're like, we're scoreboard watching. Like, Are we even going to get in? <laughs> you know, I clinched the NFC East and then that's that, you know, because I, I feel that if you do that, uh, you know, you, you're, you're, you're in the dance, right? You're in the dance, but I don't want to trip in there either. I don't want to like stumble into the dance because that that's not good either. I want to, I want these guys to really turn it on here. You know what I mean? And uh, I think it starts here. But, Mike, let's talk about, you know, uh, how I think this can happen. I, I, I you know, it's it's very, very possible that we, we we do whip these guys. You know, maybe we do come out here and we totally whip that ass. I mean, Logan Thomas is out. They're tied in, right? Uh, Montez what? is out, which is huge. That is huge. He, he – uh, He's he gave us fits. That guy, he plays the Cowboys really well. We know um Chase is out. Chase Young, he's out. So really, it's about you know their backup ends, but you they still have that that real, you know, they have, good depth. Yeah. They have that good dominant middle, Mike. So tell me about about that. You know, do you feel good about that? I you know, I I wish we were playing it at full strength because I, I keep hearing and seeing and reading, you know, that Cowboys are going to be full strength and that there's no excuses, right? So if we beat them not at full strength, there's still going to be a piece in the back of my mind is when when the football team's not at full strength, or if they was, how, how close would this game would have been, right? So Cowboys are coming in full strength. Washington isn't. So we have to take advantage of that. This is football. No one feels sorry for you. No one felt sorry for us when that Prescott was went out in week five. No one's going to feel sorry for the Washington football team because they're missing some key players. Um, no one felt sorry for us when we were missing our head coach and Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb and Tank and Gregory and Neville Gallimore, right? 
So they, they got to go in there and just put it to them, you know, knock them out of their misery, knock down their confidence so they can start doing what the football team does, and that's lose football games. Yeah, yeah, lose football games. And the, the other thing that I like about Washington in, in our favor is the quarterback turns it over. You know what I mean? I, I, he's he's like a reckless – he's kind of reckless with the ball, right? He kind of will force the ball um, and, and make bad decisions with the ball. I think that's that's one of his bad traits, you know, talking about a Heineke. So um, that's the case. We definitely have ball hawks that are good after it. You know what I mean? You, you got, you know, Diggs, obviously. Brown, who's who's had a pretty good neck for the ball, you know, for the most part. And uh, – you know, Jaron Curse. I mean, we, we have a lot of ball hawks that, that'll get after that ball. You know what I mean? So, but Mike, the, the other exciting part for, for us, for fans, that should give us some confidence into this game is you're getting some really good reinforcements. You know, we're talking, we're hearing that Demarcus Lawrence, uh, you know, he's going to have his, another game under his feet. He had, came out the gates hot. I mean, cannons blazing. He came out really badass. But, Randy Gregory and Navel Gallimore, they're going to practice, you know, this week, and they're going to see where they're at. But all expectations, I think, are that they're going to play. But, Mike, if you get Gallimore and Randy Gregory for this game, how much more confident do you feel about winning this one? I, I, it's a lot confident if, if they have success working with each other. There's not a lot of chemistry this year with Novelle Gallimore, Tank Lawrence, Randy Gregory, Oso Diggy Zua, Carlos Watkins, Micah Parsons, right? So that front seven, they gotta they they gotta know their assignment. They gotta understand the assignment. And they gotta play for one another and work with each other. And they can't get greedy when they run their stunts. If you run a stunt and it's set up for Gregory to get the sack, run the stunt right and let Gregory go get the sack. And that's for anybody who's running a stunt, right? This is the Dan Quinn defense. They run stunts. Galore, Ron Marinelli 2.0, revamped with all this talent, right? So um, they got to uh, – they just got to play for one another, and the, the confidence is there if they can do that and not get greedy. Go after the quarterback 100%. If it's there, take it. But don't don't make it a cluster where everybody in their mom was able to pick you up. Go out there and go get Heineken. Yeah. Now, yeah, that, that'll that'll be the test, you know, how, how they, they line these guys up. But I think if we get – I think if you get at least one of those guys, I don't maybe you get both. If you get both, that, that's a bonus. But if you get just one of those guys, who would you prefer, Gallimore or Gregory? Gregory. Mm-hmm. Because there won't be no rust there. Gregory's played this year. No knock on Nobel Gallimore. But Gregory's already has some feet underneath. Yeah. I know Gregory wants to, to get more sacks under his belt. You know, he's he's in this contract year. Five sacks, that's not going to cut it. You know, if he's going to want some leverage, he's got to start stacking those sacks and forced fumbles. So uh, maybe you get, you know, a big boost in that regard from him. So um, let, let's see how it is, man, because I think if this defense, um, you know, wins in the trenches, because this is going to be about the trenches, right, Mike? Which defense is going to stop the offense, I think, is really what it's going to come down to. Who can execute their offense better? Is it going to be the Cowboys or is it going to be the Washington football team, Mike? Mario Flores made a good point in here, uh, talking about our offensive line. He said the middle of Washington D-line is still elite. Dallas O-line is still shaky in the middle, and 
has caused problems, Joe. And uh, if the offensive line, and it's not even coming from Tyler Beatish, who we were harping on the first half of the season, right? Mm -hmm. It's coming from McGovern, and it's coming from that right side, uh, Lyle Collins. Uh, who played a who had a really good game last week? Okay, the McGovern pick your Connors, right? We wanted McGovern in there. We wanted to see what we got, but we got we got a better shot with Connor Williams um, playing left guard, and that camaraderie with Lyle Collins and or excuse me with Tyron Smith and with Tyler Bean is there at the center position, right? They they got a lot of continuity there. That's a mm -hmm. word Mike McCarthy will throw around. If this offense can get get together and gel and mesh and be the offensive line to get the running game going, be the offensive line to get Dak going and make Dak feel comfortable, Joe, the Cowboys offense in the trenches can beat the Washington game. It all depends on how in sync they are. Cowboys on the defense side of the ball, Micah Parsons, Lawrence, these guys, go get them. Go get that quarterback. Make get him off his feet. He can. He's a runner. He can run the ball. Keep him contained. Make him shaky. Um, and uh, Cowboys defensive line, I think, can win this. But it could be a tie if the offense keeps having those flaws on that line. No. Yeah. No. That's uh, that's that's what it's going to be, Mike. It's it's. Uh, do they reinsert Connor Williams? And if you do, you know you're going to get penalties from it. But I think. Um, you know, we, we've seen what Connor McGovern has done, and, you know, I think that um, – I don't know, man. I, I don't know that I feel very comfortable letting Connor Williams walk now because the running game has has has, uh, has suffered immensely. You know, it, it just has not looked as good, um, especially with Zeke. And, and we know Zeke's, you know, banged up here and there, but still it's it's been a, it's been weeks before even Zeke was, was you know, dinged up. You know, so that uh, do they do it? You know, we know that this offensive uh, or this staff can be kind of can can be kind of uh, you know uh, hard headed. You know, yeah. to say you know they like their guys. You know what I mean? And the right side, like I like I've, I've been saying that that Steele and Lyle are kind of the same player right now. You know what I mean? I, I, Lyle's not; he hasn't separate. He's just the the hip is still stiff. You still see some of the stiffness. He did have a better game, but with that, I think you're okay with either Steele or or Lyle at the right side. But that guard position is is really the the the, the what they got to get fixed. And I, I don't think they're physical enough with McGovern up there, which is crazy because a lot of us were calling for you know uh, a change there because we're tired of all the penalties and you know. He, you know, Connor Williams still gets mauled here and there. You know, he he's a bigger player than McGovern, but he still gets mauled here and there. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see where they go with that, Mike. But um, if they establish that continuity, like you said, I think you know that's the biggest part. Like you said, you know, let Dak feel comfortable picking apart and manipulating that that uh, that field. You know what I mean? Where he's not always on the run. And and we, we kind of talked about this offline, Mike, about Dak is not using his legs anymore. And obviously, you know, you we we know what happened with, with the horrific injury. And and is this him, you know, just, just taking upon himself to not want to run because he's afraid to get hurt? 
Is he afraid to strain the calf again? Is it the coaching staff telling him not to run? Like, what needs to change? I feel like that needs to reinsert the that element. He, he used to be a dual threat quarterback this year. He really hasn't been a dual threat. He's been, you know, almost, I would say, 90%, 95% pocket passer this year. Mike? Yeah, I, I think the times that you've seen Dak take off running, the defensive tackle was breathing down his neck and was able to get him before he was even to get the first step, the first four steps. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it, it's 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 I think it's a confidence thing when it comes to that calf injury. You got to think we had the the labrum issue, um, and then we had the calf issue. So I, I don't think Dak's confident um, in that because he's been under duress since he's came back from that calf injury with poor play from the offensive line, right? So. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think once Dak is able, Joe, to run at least a, an eight yard and slide, um, I, I think that uh, that will keep building that momentum on that and, and sustain confidence in the calf injury, sustain confidence in the offensive line, the running backs, things of that sort. So I want Dak to run more. It's, it's obviously a great element to have here uh, for this offense. It keeps you on your toes because it sets up read option. And uh, right now, every team knows we're not read option in this football. Mm-hmm. And so if we can hesitate a defense and end in a linebacker for with read option, it's going to help Zeke Pollard in the offensive line, right? So I'm hoping that Dak can get some confidence built because you can tell he's just not very confident uh, in the offensive line. Um, and that's what's forcing overthrows. That's what's forcing a lot of the mistakes that we've seen against the Broncos, against the Chiefs and things of that sort. Yeah, no, it, it's a fact. I, I think I think they gotta they gotta let him loose. You know, if it is the staff holding him back, you know, then 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 let him loose. You know, if it's Dak doing it himself, he needs to let himself loose and and do what they need to do to 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 get those yards. They're leaving meat on the bone in a lot of these uh, drives. You know what I mean? Where if Dak would have just went ahead and, and and ran, you know, you you're you're facing a short a short differential, you know, a third and two versus a third and eight, you know what I mean? Or a third and 13 because you get sacked. So, yeah, I think they, they got to they gotta turn that up, Mike. Now, uh, interesting, you know, when you when you were hearing some of uh, Stephen Jones and Jerry Jones interviews, you know, on 105.3 and various outlets, they, they kind of brought up the name Ben McAdoo. Okay, so we know Ben uh, Mike McCarthy brought in Ben McAdoo as an offensive consultant, a senior consultant, or whatever, kind of like a George Edwards type, right? So the fact that I'm hearing the name more, you know what I mean? I kind of feel that uh, you know, and this is a guy that Mike McCarthy had a lot of success with in those you know championship runs, the Super Bowl run, and this sort of thing, right? So, I'm my my question to you, Mike, is. Do you think that there's going to be more of the McAdoo influence in the game, in the the preparing for the game, the play calling, and this sort of thing? Do you think you want to see a little bit of a of a change here? I I, I hope so, Joe, because uh, it's the same offense we've been running for a long time. It started with Scott Linehan, uh, Jason Garrett, and Scott Linehan an influence. Kellen Moore came in under the Scott Linehan influence. And I mean, if the couple, like some of the plays before Jason Garrett got fired that the Giants were running and the plays that the Cowboys were running were damn near identical. Uh, when we played each other, it's like 
hey, when that guy goes in motion, we're going to run right behind him. And then mm-hmm. we get the ball and we do the exact same play. Um, I, I think Dan Quinn talked about he didn't, didn't do a, a wash and a rinse. He did a wash and a rinse, and he and he went through it and changed a lot of stuff up. And I think that we have to add new elements to our game plan because p- people, the NFC East um, especially, has so many years of tape on this offense that has – that ha- yeah, it has great numbers, but those numbers haven't got us anywhere, right? Because when you start exposing um, playing man-to-man, when you're exposing pressure and stuff like that, the plays don't work, Joe. Uh, too many screens, too many draws, not enough outs, not enough east to west plays, too many north and south plays. <clears throat> I think with the Ben McAdoo influence here, when people hear Ben McAdoo, they think of the Giants and that head coach and how much of a of a disaster that was. But they don't have the same feeling for Dan Quinn, right? Dan Quinn, Ben McAdoo, they're not set out to be head coaches. They're set out to be coordinators or teachers. And they're, they're player-type coaches, and that's what Ben McAdoo and Dan Quinn are. And that's obviously translating for Dan Quinn on the field. Can it translate to Ben McAdoo? I think it can. But we need a new element to this offense because Kellen Moore's play calling, Joe, has been horrendous. Even in the win against the Saints, it's been nasty. Yeah, yeah. It, it, the offense has just gotten stale, you know what I mean? Like, it, if, if really what we want to call it is that um, – you know, just it just looked like at, at at times in the game struggled to move the ball. Um, some of it even became predictable. You know, we talked about that with Garrett. Like, ah, here we go, predictable crap. And um, and that and some of that is you know you become one dimensional with without the running game. So that's a big part of it. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat box. Uh, Mario Flores, Asmodeus in the house. Uh, Michael Autry, Ray Bar Soup Trap, obviously Alex K. Uh, a lot of our usual guys, Marvelin Group, appreciate you guys for for joining us on this uh, Frisco Report Wednesday night edition. And we're talking about the Cowboys. Everybody's confidence level, you know, what is it? You know, for this game, you know, um, what is your confidence level on a scale of one to five, Mike? If if one is the lowest, five is the highest. What is your confidence level of the Cowboys versus Washington? Everybody in the chat box, let me know what your confidence level is. I'm at a two and a half, Joe. I'm at a two and a half because I, I, I haven't seen nothing from the offense except for the exception of Tony Pollard and CeeDee Lamb. Uh, Amari Mark Cooper had one good catch, and that's all. I think that's really all he got was that one good catch against the Saints. So my confidence level in the offensive line, um, in the offensive line protection and the running game right now, it's a two and a half for me, Joe. Um, and I think in the first quarter, we're going to determine how this game's going to go. Um, and so if, if, if it's 14 to zero Cowboys in the first quarter, wrap it up, go home and it's done. But if it's zero to zero at the end of the first, or if it's three to three, seven, seven, if it's anywhere close during that first quarter, and it looks like we're not moving nothing, my confidence level is still going to stay at a two and a half because it's going to be one of those close games. It's going to be in a lot of three, the Cowboys on third down against the Saints, Joe. Against a really good defense, the Saints. I think they were two for thirteen. That that's two and a half for me all day long. The confidence just isn't there, Joe. Um, but that could change depending on how that first quarter goes. Yeah, I'm 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 hovering right between two and three. You know, I, so I, I'll probably I'm probably right there with you, Mike, as a, as a two and a half. But uh, you know that that doesn't by 
by no means is that does that not mean that you know I don't think we can win the game. I'm just my confidence level is like you said, like how do we look at the half when you come out the half? You know, in the beginning of the year, we were a second half team. You know, maybe it was close in the first half. The adjustments with with you know the coordinators really we would pull away and we would win. So uh, my my thing is I'm I'm interested to see you know uh, the influence here on the game plan with with Ben McAdoo. You know, are we going to see some new or some fresh play calling here? You know, may, maybe we're going to start to see, you know, the play calls that we were holding for the NFC East guys. You know, maybe maybe we, maybe we didn't want to show all of our cards. I don't really buy that. I, I'm not I'm not big into that. But you know, uh, if you do see some of that here, maybe maybe that maybe that is the case here. You know, maybe they're going to show some different formations. Uh, different play calls, you know, more boots. You know, we, we, we used to see that go on boots and, and naked bootlegs and things like that, play action, RPO. A lot of that has been missing here in, in recent weeks. You know what I mean? So uh, we get back to that. I think we'll be rocking and rolling, Mike. Cowboys champs. I like the way he did that. Cowboys champ. Big shout out to Cowboys champ. He said uh, defense, he gives them a four, and the offense, he gives them a two. That's a good one. One hundred percent agree with that, but mm-hmm. I, I'm still two and a half on the offense. I'm a four on defense. One hundred percent. That's my confidence level. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one, Cowboy. What what is your what is your um, guys in the chat box and in, in the comments? What is your um, confidence in the defense? Same deal, one to five. I I'm, I'm the same here with Cowboy Champs. I go four. I think that this defense is really going to be the difference maker in this game and. You know, um, they can do it. You know that they, they can do it. They were the difference maker in that New Orleans game. You know that that really helped us pull away. You know what I mean? Uh, forcing the ball, forcing the fumbles, getting the takeaways. When we win the takeaway ratio, we win these a lot of these games. So we're definitely gonna have opportunities here, Mike. You know because you know we talk about Heineke. He he'll turn that ball over. We just have yeah. to. We just have to convert touchdowns, not not field goals, because I I still do not trust the kicker. And somebody said it's going to be raining. Who was it? Somebody in the comments, man. So we got we got fours here on the defense. Fifth quarter, Cowboy says eight through the roof. Soup trap four and a three on offense. Primetime field seven. Fifth quarter, Cowboys in the house with eight. Primetime yeah. field with seven. As Moni is one to five, I've been <laughs> there. We go, there we go. Fifth quarter Cowboys at the house. Make sure you guys hit up fifth quarter Cowboys. Really hit up my dog. Hit up my dog. That's my homie. That's my homie, man. But me and this, me and fifth quarter, dude, we talk every day via text or phone call, uh, either on my lunch break or after work. Dude, the guy's so knowledgeable in the fo- game of football. You got to subscribe to him if you haven't already. Fifth quarter Cowboys. He's in the comment section right there. Yes, indeed. Shout out fifth quarter combos. Michael Autry, yes, it's going to rain 70%, right? So that is um, – that that's a recipe for you got to establish the running game, right? When, when it rains, you kind of – you know, it, sometimes it becomes more of a running game. But, you know, there's always the issue with the wet ball. You know, that was talking about that with Dak. Is he going to wear gloves? This kind of crap. I don't think he will. Um, but the kicker, Mike, like we said, like uh, 
if you do get the takeaways, you gotta you gotta punch it in. You gotta get in get into the red zone. We cannot rely on Greg Pegleg. He sucks. Nobody likes him. If anybody does like Pegleg, let me know why. Because um, I, I don't like. I, I cannot stand our kicker. No, I I don't like our kicker either. Uh, he's older. The Rams. Sean McVay didn't want him over there with the Rams. Obviously, he's a bone fossil uh, tool. And uh, and the tool is broken. All right, so we definitely got to change that. Nineteen eighty in the house. Good to see nineteen eighty in the house. Really good. I, you know, nineteen eighty. I, I, what was that game, Mike? Where I was like, we were just all like, man, I, I got to see it. Nineteen eighties reaction. <laughs> and I yeah, think it was, it, uh, it was a game against the Chiefs. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Like, I gotta see his reaction. Well, we're nineteen eighty. Yeah, I was like, if nineteen eighty make a video, man, that guy's pissed. And uh, and and, pro- and prime time feel, I do appreciate it. Uh, supports for other people's channels, absolutely. I'm nobody, so a, a follower account doesn't justify uh, anybody's actions, words, speech, whatever. If you make content, I'm gonna watch it. That's just who I am. That's the nature of the beast. But people forget that, and uh, yeah. they think a follower account is the Bible. Follower mm-hmm. count is nothing. It just means somebody subscribed to you because they want to hear your, your voice. Yeah. So um, yeah. definitely uh, I support anybody. Big shout-out to Primetime Phil. I like the videos he drops. I like his man cave. I like all that. So big shout-out to Primetime. And, and Cowboys champ, same thing. Yes, sir. Yeah, Primetime Phil, man. He's, he's, he's got a good channel up there. Uh, appreciate him. Good, good, good setup, good man. Setup. It's good. It's good to have all these content creators. Asmodeus, a fan of 1980. Yeah, man. So um, that's that's what it is when it's a, when it's a sixty yard. That's when he shows up fifty percent of the time, right? That's kind of like what he is. Like, a, is he a gimmick kicker? I feel like that. I feel like that's what it is. Cowboys champs, like you know, okay, that that kind of thing. Hopefully next season they'll move on from that. But at the end of the oh. day, we we got we got to. Uh, at the end of the day, we we really got to show up here, man. You know what I mean? We. And I, and you know what I hate what 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 I don't want to happen is if we lose this game, and and everybody acts like it's okay to lose. You know I I hate that. Like I don't want to lose this game, and because Mike, you said it. Like you you do that, you're gonna start relying on you're gonna have to play math game, right? If we do this, we do this. If we lose this, I hate that crap. I want to be up there with the teams of like like the Packers, you know. Um, the Cardinals where you, you know, you're coasting into the playoffs. You don't, you know, you're beating up these guys. You don't care. You're beating the crap out of them. I, I don't want to play mathematics cause I'm not good at it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So yeah, well, we got Texas education, Joe, never good. <laughs> Shout out to Texas and the education system, baby. They, they teach you the Alamo. They teach you Texas history more than they teach you. Mean, median, and most. And if you don't know that, your state failed you too. <laughs> yeah, so that's what we got to do, man. Let's see. Questions and comments, guys. Let us know if you got any questions or comments here. My question, how can Kelly Moore improve on the running game, Mike? Right, real quick, big shout-out to 1980. His baby girl, uh, 9 pounds, 12 ounces. Congratulations mm. to the Power man himself. He laid the power down in the bedroom. And now he has a powerific baby in the hospital. That's brand new. Big shout out to 
the Cowboy Fan 1980 family and football. Welcome another Cowboy Fan to the league. I'm happy that that's a healthy baby, 1980. Absolutely, absolutely. What was your question, Joe? How can Kellen Moore improve the running game, Mike? It all starts with the offensive line, Joe. And he can't get away from it. He can't get away from it. Tony Pollard, he's still third in the league, averaging 5.6 yards a carry. Um, and if we have to see more Pollard instead of Zeke, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Get, if we get in third and shorts, get the ball to Zeke. We can do that. We can do that, right? I think, so, I think, uh, I think Zeke's ready to feast. You know, the, the conversation through the week is, are you going to arrest him? Do you do you sit your captain on the boat when you're going to go into a hurricane? No. <laughs> so <laughs> my thing is, clinch the East, then you rest them. You're gonna need them. You because then the whole thing will be like, we should have played them. We 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 screwed up. So no, this whole notion of resting Zeke, I think, is stupid. I've never they they messed up. If they were gonna do it, they they could they should have done it. You know the other games. Now you're you're in the the thick of the storm. Now you can't rest him, and he himself says they're gonna have to drag him off the field. You know, you, if you saw his uh, re- latest interview, he's ready to rock and roll. The you know the rest has helped him, but uh, I yeah, Mike, I think you got to have that one-two punch, and yeah. like you can't get away from it. So I think you know you you're it's gonna be dirty yards. You know, it's gonna be one of those games where it's gonna be grit yards. You know, two-yard, three-yard games, but you can't fully abandon it, Mike. I, you're 100% right on that. Yeah. Fifth quarter Cowboys say, well, he can improve by running uh, by running more, stop shying away from it because it falls a couple of times. Then, we, then you got a donation in there, Joe, by Big Country. Yeah. Well, one, one more thing here on, on Cowboys Champs. How do you improve the running game? I think t- – you know, the old line. I, for me, I want to see Connor Williams back in there. And let's look at that jumbo set with, with McGovern at the fullback position. That was awesome. That worked really well for the Cowboys. So, you know, that that's one thing, you know, I, I would like to see. And I think we're going to find out if, if they do do that. Big country in the house. Appreciate you, bro. Longtime supporter of the channel. Do you think this defense will start carrying this team, Mike? Big country says he does. They already have. They held the Chiefs to 19 points the whole game. They held the Broncos up all the way to the third quarter to, like, what was it, 13, 19, 20-something points, something like that. And the offense failed every time. The defense coming in clutch. I think they got 17 team interceptions, uh, a little over uh, 16 sacks, something like that. So they're, they're, they've been carrying the football team, let's be honest. They, they really have been. So – uh, and I think they need to continue, but the offense got to capitalize on those turnovers, Joe. Yeah, my my thing about the defense is obviously it's it's you know you have a new coordinator, you 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 you've purged out a lot of some of these washed up you know vet players, so it's young. It is better than last year, but they're giving up a ton of yards. The thing about it with the Cowboys is if they don't get the takeaways, the defense looks. It, then it's just Michael Parsons, the only one making plays. So it, it's got to be more than Parsons. And I, I think, you know, you're getting that with the return of D-Law. He, he looked so good last week. And Randy Gregory and these guys, I, I think they're going to have opportunities for takeaways. And I'm with you, Big Country. I, I think the strength of this team is slowly going to the defense. 
You know what I mean? That the offense, that offensive line has not received any draft love in a, in a while. It's kind of become mortal men. You know what I mean? So off season, fix the O line. I think they know that. I think a lot of us know that 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 needs to happen. Um, some big decisions will need to be made, and they're going to have to do it. You know, and we can't keep rocking with the same old, same old. So I'm with you, big country defense. I think they're they're going to. Um, have to really step it up here with the takeaways. If they don't get the takeaways, you know, then then that's where that's where the issues come into play here. So that's a great one there, dude. I, I really appreciate you, big country in the house. Let's see what else we got in here, guys. Elmatic seven. Man, we have to have continuity on the old line. You have to show a little patience. All of Terrence still, yeah, and um. I'm with you on that. So the two changes I, I would like to see, you know, and I don't know if they'll do this, is reinsert, you know, well, Connor Williams. And you know you're going to have to deal with some some penalties there. But I think the run, the running game will improve there. And that's what we all want. We, we all want the run to come back. And Terrence still, I, I think he's just a little bit more fluid, more athletic right now than, um, than LC. Uh, that's just my opinion. But – I'm with y'all, Elmatic. Let's get with, with whatever they run with out, out there in this game is what they need to just go ahead and go the rest of the way. You know what I mean? And, and they can't do this weird crap where it's like one series, it's McGovern and Steele, and then the next series, it's Seawill and Els. That was stupid. I don't know what the hell they were thinking there. Uh, did their headsets get hacked by the Russians is what, what I was thinking. <laughs> Let's see what else we got here in the house, guys. LVE, thumbs up or thumbs down? LVE, um, I'm I'm sorry, but I have to say a thumbs down on LVE. Just just hasn't been an impact player. You know what I mean? He hasn't been an impact player for me. Uh, what do we? I mean, it's it's crazy. It's, I, I don't know. Like, did is was it Jalen Smith? They just completely take away the powers there of. Of the tandem there, I don't know, but he he has not looked. He's not looked good there, man. He's had a neck flare up. It hasn't been same the same since. I think that's what it is. You know that neck. You know, Hunt with the super chat. Appreciate you, Hunt. Do you think the offensive line is now the weak point? And if so, do you feel we need to address that early in draft or instead get another cornerback? Um, yeah, man. For me. The offensive line is definitely, uh, you know, it's it's the trenches. You know what I mean? And I, I, I think that uh, the continuity has been has been an issue there, but also, you know, uh, reliability, availability, th this kind of stuff it hurts the team, and you know, they just need to fix it. You, you need a permanent fix. You know what I mean? You're you're, you're plugging holes on 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 a sinking ship there with that offensive line. You gotta. Yeah, do they go early in the draft with it? I, I I would, I definitely would. I would have no problem getting another guard, getting another tackle. You know what I mean? I would have no problem with that at all. Cornerback, I don't think they're going to go cornerback early. I, they, you know, from what we're hearing, Mike, they they they're liking what they're seeing from from Kelvin Joseph. You know, but I think this is still a red shirt year for him. You know, he's more of a special teams guy. Um, but I think next year he'll be in play. But yeah, man, I, I'm go. I would go offensive line early myself, Mike. One hundred percent. I think you have to. Um, 
and and, and this is why because they 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 know what they got in Carter Williams who's in a contract year. I don't think they'll sign him unless it's for dirt cheap. They, they got if the draft don't fall their way, they got Connor McGovern who they're still evaluating at that left guard position. They know what Terrence Steele is. They know that the market cap dollars are going up. So I think Lyle Collins becomes a cheaper asset. So I think they keep him um, there because he's going to be a cheaper asset with the salary cap rising, Joe. So uh, I, I think if they pick something, I, I think they would leave that left guard position. But, guys, remember we got Horniak still there. We got Josh Ball still there. So they they, they, they brought in pieces in this in, in this draft, right? Two offensive linemen, a lot of defense. So um, don't 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 overlook it yet. Let's evaluate these pieces, Josh Ball and Forniak and these guys. Who Forniak had a really good preseason. Mm-hmm. The, the development is there. That's that's going to solve some issues for you. Get 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 him the red sh- shirt year like the Cowboys are doing. Let him beef up like Connor Williams and Zach Martin and these guys have on that on that conditioning and health and strength and all that good stuff and. I, I, I think you don't got to go early, Joe, but it has to at least be a third or fourth round pick. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt. Elmatic7 with the super chat. Appreciate you, bro. Um, has time passed to insert Kelvin Joseph, second round pick over holding LAB? Yeah, I, I think that, um, you, you know, like I said, I, I think they're going to you know, just keep on rolling with, with AB. You know what I mean? I think the staff is just completely sold on him you know a b has has had his moments right he's just more of uh he's not consistent i you know what i'm saying so and i don't know if you want to put a rookie out there this this late in the game with with these critical games coming down the pipe so elmatic i think for the remainder of the season it's going to be a b you know unless there's some sort of catastrophic injury which we don't want right so but I think uh, year two, um, Joseph, I think he's going to be a, a major player there. I think they're going to give him a shot there. But, you know, some of these little weird little missing time here, you know, questions on, on his, um, on his uh, what do you call it, being in shape. This kind of, We can't have none of that stuff going in into camp again. You know, with all that, this little, you know, these little things, we, the, he's got to clean that up, right? So if he does that, He'll, he'll be in a good spot. He'll be in a good spot to compete. Let's see what else we got here, guys. Eric Montoya, good to see you in the house, bro. Good evening, Cowboys Nation. Joe and Mike, yes, sir. Yes, sir, Eric Montoya. I do appreciate you very much indeed. Primetime feel in the house. Let me see. Did, did we miss one here, Mike? I thought we saw one. Uh... But here we go. Prime time feels got a good one here. Can we get a sneak peek of the studio soon? <laughs> yeah, it's still a work in progress. It's it's a, it's a lot of work. It's something that I've been doing on on weekends and in and even there's some weekends where I just haven't had time to even get to it. It's it's all uh, being handmade. It's it's uh it's gonna be awesome when when, when I get down to it to. To show that off, um, I don't know if it'll be ready for draft coverage. Um, I'm really hoping to, um, it might. April, I might be able to have it during during draft year. But yeah, that's coming along good. Love your NFC East turn, tournament reference. Yeah, man, it's it's been um, it's been what I've been calling for the last couple of weeks, right? NFC East tournament, knock them, rock them, sock them. That's what it is. 
Uh, sign one at Gallup or Gregory, Mike. This is a great question from Primetime Phil, Mike. I'll let you take this one here first. Who do you sign if you only have one choice, Mike? Gallup or Gregory? Gregory. Gregory. You, Michael Gallup, he, he makes awesome catches, you know, the tiptoe swag. But Gre Gregory brings a whole other element to this defense uh, when he's just not suspended. Um, when he's not injured, right? It's just he you, you can't replace guys like Gregory. He was a top tier talent coming out of the draft. Uh and, and what was it, twenty sixteen? Did we draft him twenty sixteen or was it twenty fifteen? I think it was twenty fifteen. Yeah. So, you know, he was top tier talent in twenty fifteen and it just hasn't pan out due to suspensions and and with all that. But you know, he has a kid now, he grew up and uh, I would like to see him play consistently with the star on his helmet, not just one year when things are going right. So um, Michael Gallup, is, if I had to pick one, it's going to be Gregory. Uh, Michael Gallup, you know, he's a, he, he can be a number one wide receiver in the league. He's still developing, I think. Um, you know, he didn't show up as much as I want him to uh, when Lamb and Cooper was out. And when those guys were out, Gallup wasn't there for us. So neither, neither was Dalton Schultz. But uh, – when you have Coop and you have Lamb and and you can get you a, a good, decent number three, I think the offense, I think it, it, it stays the same or gets better. I don't think taking Michael Gallup away hurts this offense. Yeah. And I, yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I, I'm going with Gregory. You know, the that's a really a premium position is, the you know, your, your lineman, offensive line, defensive line, the guys that go after the quarterback, right? So – for me, it would be Gregory Gallup. I just don't see the Cowboys going with another big contract on a wide receiver. They're going to have, you know, Lamb here in a, in a few seasons. And it, the, the years go by so damn quick. So by the time you know it, we're already on the Lamb, you know, um, literally <laughs> looking for a new contract. So Gregory, for me, like I said, now the thing about Gregory, they got to be smart with the contract. You know, he, he is a little bit um, older, obviously. Doesn't have much tread, but still the internals, testosterone, you know, this sorts of thing. You, you do have to take that to play. He, he got dinged up here. He, he's had the knee. I still think the knee's going to have to get scoped out. You know, he had that knee flare up a couple times during the season, he, dealing with the calf strain. So they got to be smart with, with the Gregory contract. But for him to get that bag, we need more from him. He's got to get more sacks this stretch, you know. So maybe his contract goes up $1 million per sack. So if he can get up into to the 12 or 13 range, maybe you're looking at that. But I don't think they're going to break the house on him. It's not going to be a $20 million, $18 million you know, contract from Gregory. If it is, that's not going to be smart by the Cowboys. So play it smart, and I'll love having Gregory back. But that's a great question by a primetime Phil. I appreciate you, bro. Um. Who's getting the franchise tag? Um, franchise tag numbers. I, I had him in. A, in a, I did a video on on some of those, and uh, you know they they've gone up obviously, but like Mike said, that the cap is going up. Would there be anybody I would franchise tag? It, it might get interesting when when you talk about Connor Williams. I think uh, if you think about somebody that that could be under consideration for give me one more deal out of it, might be it might be him. You know, it might be Connor. I, I don't think you're going to give it to a tight end, although you might because 
the 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 franchise tag for a tight end isn't that much. I think it's going to be like um, eight million or something like that, seven million, something like that. I, and I think that's kind of the range that Dalton Schultz might get a contract at. I think his range is going to be seven to eight per year. If if they franchise tag him, that they might do that. But I don't think they'll do it with Gallup because that's going to be a twenty million dollar. The franchise tag for the wide receiver is like nineteen or twenty. That's that's big money. I don't see them doing that, Mike. I don't know, Joe. I don't know. It all depends on how the free agency turns out and, and if the Randy Gregory contract gets sticky and he don't like incentive-based contracts and they need one more year to work those kinks out. I could see the Cowboys easily franchising uh, a guy like Randy Gregory. I, I don't know if you go off the line there because of Farniak and Josh Ball and all the other guys that you got in here and you still have the guy from Mexico, Alacran, so, um, who, who's still developing. So I don't know if they go franchise tag on the offensive line or, or tight end because they're liking what McEwen is bringing to the tight end position. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think if uh, if I was going to use a franchise tag, it might it might be on Randy Gregory if they have a hard time, Joe, getting those details in. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting, but that that's that's way ways away. We're getting we're getting kind of deep in the weeds here with the franchise tag conversation. But Marvel and Group, let's get back to this this game action here. This is hilarious. Crypto he must follow me on Twitter. <laughs> He's, he calls you Crypto Mike. I love it. Crypto Mike Tristan Hill will Gator roll one of the key starting players on Sunday. Will he? Hey Mike. Yeah, Tristan Hill, he, he he's he's got some nastiness to him. I, I gotta give him that, but just don't cost us any stupid penalties. But I'm I'm fine with the stuff he does. Like, you know, because we get it done to us. You know what I mean? We're we can't let that crap slide. We, that shit happens to us, so give it back. Give it back. Let, let's let's go. <laughs> Oh, and if you need, I'm not a financial advisor, but if you want some crypto knowledge, hit me up on Twitter. Let's see what else we got here, guys. I think that's going to be it for tonight, guys. Great show. Great comments in the chat box. Great super chats. Appreciate all you guys, like I said. Let's get this win, and let's make a run. Let's make a run. You know what I mean? Like, it's, this This has got to be it. This, this is it. If, if these guys don't show up good here or come out half-assed, we're not going to do anything. I want to see a competitive team. I want to see a win. I want to see us stay in it, you know, all four quarters. And that'll really, really give us the momentum that you need in December. Take that into the playoffs. Mike, let everybody know where they can find you if they haven't already, bro. Absolutely. Underscore Cowboys Corner on Twitter, guys. Like I said, if you want some crypto advice, I'm not a financial advisor, but I can put you in the right direction. Uh, Cowboys Corner right here on YouTube is up to you if you want to subscribe, guys. Remember, follow account ain't nothing but a number. Don't let all these other big tubers. If you want to debate somebody, debate them. Your your, your voice matters. Don't let some people think follow account is something to to go by the Bible if it's not. All right, guys, that's it for tonight's show. Make sure you guys pound that like button on your way out. If you're watching this on the replay, hit that uh, that like button. And, you know, you can also catch this on the audio 
We're still, we, you know, if you guys remember, we still have the audio. So you can follow us on Spotify. If you want to hear us in the gym, we always have that available for you, all you guys. So Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, or th- this this podcast is available in, in the audio format on those outlets. So make sure you guys check those out. Subscribe to those as well. But that's all we have tonight, guys. We'll see you for the next one. Go Cowboys, baby. Cowboy, baby. Right, bro? That's right.